the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's up, After Buzz fam? Welcome to Host Highlights. I'm your host, Olivia Gabri, and I'm here with the infamous Mark J. Freeman. <laughs> infamous, I like that. Well, that's, so I want to share this story before we even get started, okay. because I did my first ever red carpet with you, <laughs> and it was at the uh, drag con uh-huh. in downtown LA, yep. and here I am thinking like, oh, we're just press taking photos of everybody else, and people are like, Mark, can I take a photo with you? So Mark is a part of the RuPaul uh, Drag Race panel here at After Buzz. How long have you been doing that panel for? I snuck in the very first year <laughs> that I started because it was actually, I think, my first or second day taping the Days of Our Lives. And my co-host for Days of Our Lives was on the Drag Race panel. Yeah. And I don't even know if he knows this story. <laughs> but he told me in the studios, those the old studios, he said, oh, I think I'm going to leave the Drag Race panel. And in my head, I was like, oh, I need to jump on that. So I think I even emailed Steven like the ne- that night. I was like, hey, I heard Tony might be leaving. If he does, can you please consider me? <laughs> <laughs> so I swooped right in as soon as I had the opportunity. So I had been with them. I started season seven of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. I-, I joined the panel. And so. so you were always a fan. You were like a super fan before you became a member. Super fan of the show. I've submitted. I've auditioned for the show four times with very boisterous nose. Uh, <laughs> what does that even mean? No response. No, uh, even thank you for. No, I did get one time. I got an email saying thank you for submitting, but we didn't choose you. I, I think the other times I just never got any response yeah. at all. But it is what it is, you know. So we live and we learn. I mean, you're not only a super fan, but you also dress in drag as well. Mm-hmm. And did you? How does that help you be a panelist? Like, do you think it's for the better? Well, I think it's for the better. I mean, it's funny because, um, well, people will say, now that they've gotten to know me, now that I've been there three years or so, three seasons of it, um, actually more because we did an All-Stars as well. So I think I've done four seasons of Drag Race. Um, some people will get get on me they don't because because I don't do it in drag all the time mm-hmm. I have done it in drag a couple times they don't realize that I am a drag queen and we do talk about it but I know people come in and don't don't watch regularly so some of them miss the fact that I am mm-hmm. so you'll see people in the chat room like well what does he think he knows and I'm just like well I've been doing it for 20 years so <laughs> I do know a little bit I do think it helps because I do understand some of the hardships and the things that they have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of the girls before they've been on the show. I know I meet a lot of the girls after the show because I hang out with them. I go to the shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, I, I, it is. I, I feel like it's a nice, I obviously don't share things that I'm not supposed to share, but um, it is, it's, it definitely helps yeah. to know a little bit more about what goes into it. And do you, like, what's it like having relationships with these people and then having to speak about them on a platform like After Buzz? Ironically, this All-Stars, Shangela and Morgan McMichaels are, I, I when I moved to L.A., Morgan McMichaels, who was on season two and is now on All-Stars 3, um, she used to call me. Mm-hmm. to try to find out how to get booked. Oh, now wow. she is like the booking bandit. Like she's booking everything in LA and, and she's in Long Beach and San Diego and Riverside. She's everywhere. She's the hardest working drag queen on the planet, in my opinion. So it is, but I, there's an appreciation, like they get that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to give my opinion. And as much as I love her and I will do shots with her till the day we die, there are times where I think she's wearing too much jewelry or I don't, it, it's not my 
my look, mm -hmm. but go for it. I'll give them, they don't care. We all understand that that's how it is. It's the name of the game. Oh, that's the nature great, of the beast. That yeah. you're able to like keep your relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. So it helps when I don't know that too, because then I can be very vocal. But now I'm running into the thing is where I'm running into queens who hear me talk bad about other ones oh. and they're like Wait, so have do you? they watch the show? They do, and that's another thing that surprised me. Um, and I've done red carpet at the finale last year, and Bob the Drag Queen, who won season eight, mm -hmm. she completely called me out on the red carpet. On You can watch it on YouTube. Um, she's like, oh, yeah, you and you hated Derek Barry, and you said this, and you said this, and I was like, oh, oh my, my God, God, she totally just called me out. So they do, they That's do. Um, uh, Nina Bonita Brown last season, she watched us religiously, uh -huh. um, and she, but she was fantastic and she loved us. She was very supportive of us. So no, they do, they do. Wow. They may not. Some of my things say that they don't, but I know that they do. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm finding out through a lot of these host highlights is these panels really do have an impact, like on the talent or uh -huh. the writers or the showrunners. Like, yeah. well, I think crazy. especially too. I mean, maybe not so much Drag Race, but some of the other maybe newer shows or smaller mm -hmm. shows, um, they love that we love their show. Yeah. And I think that that's what makes After Buzz so special is that these are people that love that show. Mm -hmm. They love the actors. They love the characters. So it's uh, having interviewing with somebody, sitting down and interviewing with somebody that you genuinely like is going to be a great interview. Well, it's easy because it's just conversation yeah. at that point. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's what we support the most here. It's like, if you're a super fan of it, you could talk about it until you're blue like this is for you. you exactly. Know? Have, exactly. Did you always want to be a host? Like, how did you even get into this? You know, I kind of got thrown into hosting um, when I started doing drag back in Ohio. Um, the bar I worked at, and then I, they would want they would do fundraisers. A lot of the, the uh, LGBTQ um, uh, organizations in the mm -hmm. area would want to host fundraisers. So then we would be asked. You know, they always wanted a drag queen host because I mean, what's more fun? <laughs> um, so I started doing it that way. And then when I moved to LA, um, and I made all the money that I used to move to LA. By the way, doing drag, Amazing. I made a lot of money in Columbus, Ohio, doing drag to move out here. Um, but then when I moved here, I kind of was like, hmm, maybe I'm not going to do it. Maybe I'll just take a break from it. You know, not let it really tell people that I do drag. And then I became, I started working at this restaurant where they did a stand-up comedy and improv show. Mm -hmm. And my bosses knew that I had done drag, so they were like, hey, you should talk to Mark. He does drag, and I think he'd be a good host for your show, and their host ended up leaving, so they ended up asking me, and then I started doing that. So then I got in a stand-up comedy uh -huh. groove, doing drag and stand-up, and then I that definitely led to doing more hosting, wow. and I would get calls from people to host their events and stuff like that, and drag. Um, and then I, you know, of course, was performing, too, in West Hollywood and everything. Um, and it just kind of led to that, and it felt and I don't know, just like the more I started hosting, the more it felt like, oh, this is just something I can I can just be myself or Lorraine and entertain people and just by being me. And that was more exciting to me than trying to get a script and figure out the character exactly. and, you know, get the voice down and get the you know, the the movements and everything down. It was just like it's just easier to just go be me and yeah. just be funny and just, you know, entertain. And it's so funny because it, it's come full circle now. So like you started in drag, you came in through after buzz mm -hmm. and now through all this you have the opportunity to host at DragCon. Yes. Tell me tell us yeah. a little 
little bit about that because I think that's amazing. Yeah, so I um, two years ago, uh, Tony, who um, I replaced on the panel, <laughs> uh, he was working at DragCon, and he called me before, this was season, wait, eight, nine? Yeah, eight. Season eight. Uh, it was halfway through season eight filming or airing when DragCon happened and he called me the night before and said hey they need a host for this to moderate the panel of the first five eliminated queens from season eight can you do it and I, of course I was like yeah absolutely I watched the show I know let's, let's do it so then I got asked to do nine again um, not not the night before but a couple of weeks before and then I was just telling you before we started I just got an email a week or two ago, they want me to do the the moderate the panel for All Stars Three. So it made me feel good. I feel like they're they're getting that I get it. I think, and I do think for them, they get it. I think it shows when I'm hosting, like because I watch the show and I get them. Yeah, it's just easier to talk. You know 100%. what I mean? Because I mean, you've been following their journeys and yeah. literally having conversations. And some of them have been friends of mine since before the show. Yeah. Since 2001. You know, like Morgan. Yeah. Like, I've no, I was just texting her yesterday like, hey girl, I'm going to be on your panel, blah, blah, blah. And she was so excited. So, it's like, it's, it'll be nice to just sit with my friends and talk. Wow. You know? That's so cool. What a great yeah. opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, aside from the Drag Race show here, you're also on another <laughs> show that I feel like has such a huge cult following. Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives. The Soap Fans. Yeah. So, are soap operas every day? Every day, so five days a week. So, how do you do an after show of a show <laughs> that airs every single day? Well, it was funny, and um, the producers here can tell you that we were hard to deal with at the beginning of our of our start here because we were usually you're watching a half hour or an hour long show and then mm -hmm. doing a forty five minute recap, which is very feasible, but. We're given five hours of Days of Our Lives to watch right. and then trying to squeeze it into 45 minutes. So they did graciously give us like an hour. They ended up extending us to an hour and a half uh -huh. so that we could do a little bit of a longer uh, recap. But it is. It's a huge commitment. It's a lot of hours. You know, I mean, I sit in front of TV and watch, so I can't complain too much. I watch TV a lot anyway. But um, when you're forced to watch it, yeah. of course, is when you don't want to watch it. Um it is a lot. Of, it's a lot of work. It definitely is a lot of work, and um, we've gone through a lot of hosts. I think for that reason, because it is such a commitment. Um, but again, the followers, the people that watch, mm -hmm. are like the drag fans. They are die hard. They are. They're the best. They truly are. I think that's awesome, though, when you have... It's like you create relationships with people outside of the studio because mm -hmm. you're just talking about something that they're passionate about. And yep. it's so cool that AfterBuzz gives us, you know, that platform because mm -hmm. we have chat rooms and an open line of communication. Yeah. And even... I mean, I spoke about it about the uh, DragCon, but you told me that you even have fans from the Days, Days of Our Lives After Absolutely. Show. Well, we went to the Day of Days as press and we were leaving we were walking we got our morning coffees and we're walking to the press room and they were coming running over I, I honest and I'm not saying this like I'm pretending like that I was surprised I was generally surprised and shocked and I was like really like you know who we are I was I was literally like I was. I thought we were being punked. I thought it was somebody sent somebody over to to, to say, "Hey, I know you." And because I was like, "How could they know us?" It's this web series. It's this web show. Like, but you don't realize. I am older than a lot of the people that you know watch are on the computer these days. The youngins. Um, so I don't watch web. Yeah. But now that's where everything's going. And so you, I just. I guess I just didn't realize how many people 
they just they don't pay for cable they come home and they watch YouTube and they watch these online things and that's their entertainment and I was like wow that's kind of cool and I think people are just love to you know listen to people who love what they love yes and absolutely they can just hear your opinions agree with them maybe disagree with right. them which is something we run into a lot here but either way they're watching and yeah that's good enough for me <laughs> exactly how did you get your start at AfterBuzz specifically um, well Tony who I do the Edition Days with um, he knew that I watched Days of Our Lives and um, he he hosted the drag shows that I was performing oh. in so that's how I met Tony was doing drag he was hosting the drag shows in West Hollywood and then he knew that I watched Days so he wanted he was working here said hey I want to do a Days of Our Lives recap would you be interested and I'm like yeah sure so I had to go through the orientation and audition and everything to become a host um, which thank you After Buzz they let me in <laughs> they're regretting it now um, but uh, yeah that's how I started was uh, Tony got me through the door and it's just been wow. a roller coaster ride doing red carpets now and it's yeah. fantastic do you feel like um, now that you've you know that you kind of have fans and people are watching you, especially people on the shows are watching you. Do mm. you feel like it affects the way that you host? You know, I I, I try not to let it, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. And there are times where. I do bite my tongue. There are times I don't say things that I probably would have said before because I don't want to upset people. But then again, there are definitely times where I will speak my mind and I just don't care. Um, but I, I have caught myself. Yeah. I think so more on Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Like I said, because I know the girls, sometimes I hold back a little bit because... It, ultimately, some of them are my friends, and yeah. as much as we say it's a sisterhood and everything's good, sometimes I I might hold back a little bit that I might not have said, or that I might have said if it was somebody I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, outside of this hosting world, are you working on anything, or what are your other passions? Um, well, I'm uh, the box office manager at the Odyssey Theater in West LA, oh, the huge. longest running 99 seat theater in Los Angeles. Thank you very much. Little plug. Uh, <laughs> um, it's actually a three theater complex. We have three 99-seat theaters within the building. Mm -hmm. So we're always doing a show, um, usually renting out the other two spaces to other people who want to produce their own theater or art. Um, so currently we're doing a play called Freud's Last Session, mm -hmm. which is a play about a fictional meeting between Sigmund Freud and C.S. Lewis. They talk about love, sex, and the existence of God. It's 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 been getting wonderful, wonderful reviews. We've been selling out. It's been fantastic. Yeah. And then we're also, we just kind of started trying to, we're just trying to increase our audience, mm -hmm. so we're doing a dance festival. We did it last year. This is our second annual dance festival. Mm -hmm. So different um, contemporary, well last year we had a, a more of a variety. This one has been all contemporary dance for the most part. Three different contemporary dance artists um, coming in to do their pieces um, over a month long, you know, different weekends, uh, different artists. Mm -hmm. Last year we had a group uh, two dancers from Germany come in and do. We had wow. a flamenco dancers come in, part of the festival. So we've been trying to really diversify and try and bring more. We did like a music festival later last year too, um, which again went really, really well. So we're just trying to mix things up and it's been fun and I yeah. still have my friends that are, like, I'll say where I work and they're like I drive by there all the time. I've never even been in. I'm like, you should stop in. You really, and so everybody <laughs> should stop in because I always, always want to go see more theater, you should, and you should come do it at the Odyssey. Exactly. Yeah. So when is the festival? Do you have Festival's a currently going on now. Um, okay. It's this uh, this Friday... Oh, put on the spot. Friday, Saturday at 8, Sunday at 2 is LA Contemporary Dance Company performing Rift. Um, and then next week, next 
uh, Thursday, Friday, um, is Karina Kinnear uh, doing um, contemporary dance. The, the piece is called Naked, mm -hmm. but they're also doing, it's a the dance performance, they're going to have a music performance and an art display. Oh, so it's wow. kind of a three... It's an experience. Yeah, like a naked experience, we'll call it. <laughs> um, so that closes out the festival. Um, there is going to be some more dance later in the year, though, too. So Okay, and um, you could get tickets on... OdysseyTheater.com. All right, sounds uh, good. Or call me in the box office. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. hear my cackle. Me. Yeah, Thank I know. You for I know me. you have to. He has a RuPaul gotta, show after this. I got to go so piss off some people. Yeah, from one studio <laughs> to another. But I'm glad that I got to steal you for a little bit. Thank you for having me. So, where can everybody find you at? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lorraine Love. L O R A Y N E L O V E. Send love only. That's and right. I'm Olivia Gabri. You guys can hit me up at The Real OG, The Real underscore O underscore G. And I'll catch you next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later.